We're back with some more college football action here for Saturday in week six of the 2022 season. Now, not nearly as stacked of a card as we had last week. I mean, last week was just absolutely insane, but do have quite a few good games on tap here for Saturday. So let's jump right in. Tennessee heads to LSU in what is one of the biggest games of the day. Both these teams have been very strong to start the season. Tennessee eighth in the hot to bet power rankings. LSU comes in as the 15th overall team. And I mean, LSU is really a missed PAT away from a potential 5-0 record. They definitely had momentum in that Florida State game. And who knows what would have happened in overtime. But they looked solid in the win against Auburn last week. Um, Tennessee gets the win over Florida as well. Like I said, both these teams have really just been looking great. And for LSU, you brian kelly really seems to have his team playing better and better each week at the quarterback position dan jalen daniels leads the way with 915 yards and six touchdowns on the season um, he's also done a pretty good job rushing the ball 321 yards three touchdowns neighbors the lead guy at wide receiver 290 yards for him and overall it was an offensive line for lsu that i was a bit concerned with going into the season but they have started to look better and overall it's an offense that is just headed in the right direction and i think is going to continue to play better as the season goes on for Tennessee Hendon Hooker leads the way with 1900 yards passing on the year for him and he does a really good job spreading it around to multiple guys at the wider receiver position Hyatt and Tillman have really stood out um, at that position this season not to mention Jalen Wright at running back has been great 256 yards four touchdowns on here for him and Hooker himself has done a pretty good job in the rushing department 175 yards three touchdowns on the year for him and overall it's kind of hard to hate on this Tennessee offense too much because they're putting up 48 and a half points per game. Now they did struggle a little bit more against Florida. They still ended up with like what 38 points, I think in that game, um, but we'll have to see how they fare against some of these sec defenses, especially a defense that is as strong as LSU. I mean, the LSU front seven is one of the strongest in the entire sec. I mean, outside of Georgia, I would be, you know, put them up against pretty much anyone else on the defensive side of things there. They've held their opponents to 293.8 yards per game this season. And I really do think it's that defense for LSU that will win them this game. You know, the defense for Tennessee hasn't been terrible, but it certainly scares me a little bit. I mean, we look back at the Florida and the pit game. It just didn't show up at times overall, giving up 407 yards per game. And while Tennessee has had a strong start to the season on the road in a tough SEC game against LSU, I think they struggle to put up points. I think their defense struggles to slow down LSU. And I think LSU probably wins this game, at least keeps it close. I'm taking LSU plus three here against Tennessee. Next up, we got an AAC game between East Carolina and Tulane. East Carolina comes into this one as the 68th overall team in the hot to bet power rankings. Tulane is the 47th overall team. And while this might not seem like a great game, you know, just by looking at the two teams, actually these two teams have had some interesting stat lines going into this one obviously east carolina coming off the win against south florida last week tulane hangs on on the road against houston to get the win in overtime last friday night and obviously the biggest win for tulane this season came against kansas state a few weeks ago and michael pratt at the quarterback position for tulane has been a fairly strong guy this season 905 yards for him um he does a really good job spreading the ball around i mean they got five receivers with over a hundred 
100 yards this season but really where Tulane has shined more is in that running department Tyree Spears leads them with 259 yards rushing this season and six touchdowns on the year and well the Tulane offense maybe isn't the best in the world you know they're not going to be putting up 40 points a game um, or anything crazy like that they have found ways to stay in games and more importantly they have found ways to win games East Carolina offensively has been a strong team though Holton Aylers leads the way with 1500 yards passing and 15 touchdowns on the season that's absolutely insane for every 100 yards he's passed the ball he scored a touchdown this year crazy crazy stat line from him the wide receiver room for east carolina is probably the best in the american i mean um i don't think that's a crazy thing they got you know two guys in win harrison johnson who both have over 400 yards receiving this season eight combined touchdowns between them not to mention keaton mitchell at the running back position has rushed for 386 yards this season and offensively it's an east carolina team that is very very strong but they match up against the Tulane team that is absolutely great. Who Tulane has held their opponents to 259.6 yards per game this season, as well as only 14.2 points per game. Not to say that the East Carolina defense is terrible. You know, they've looked better um, at times this season. But going up against this Tulane team who can really just kill you on the defensive side of the ball. I think it's going to be hard for East Carolina to get a lead to really pull ahead, especially on the road. I think they struggle to close this one out. And I think in the second half, Tulane really just runs away with this one. Tulane is just such a dangerous team in the American this season. And I think they get a big win at home. So I'm taking Tulane minus three here against East Carolina. Next up, we got a game that I'm very excited about. North Carolina taking on Miami. North Carolina is the 42nd overall team in the Hot Tip Power Rankings. Miami is the 65th overall team. And obviously for Miami, you know, losses in their last two games. A loss to Middle Tennessee State before the bye week last week. Um, and they also have a loss to, to Texas A&M as of late. And overall, it's really a Miami team that's desperate for a win. For North Carolina, you know, a solid win over Virginia Tech last week. And it's a North Carolina team that just has kind of quietly been putting together a couple of good performances. Offensively, they're averaging 45.4 points per game this season. Drake May has just been absolutely outstanding. 1,500 194 yards on the season for him and 19 passing touchdowns for him on the year really has just been great there not to mention he's also rushed a little bit too 255 yards on his feet three touchdowns rushing hampton at the running back position has also been very strong 293 yards five touchdowns on the year for him and they got three receivers with over 200 yards receiving offensively there's pretty much nothing to hate about what this north carolina team has done Miami, on the other hand, got some question marks. I mean, Tyler Van Dyke looked good in the first two weeks of the season when they played nobodies. Then they go play Texas A&M, struggle a little bit. And then the Middle Tennessee State game, I mean, what in the world happened there? He's only passed for 809 yards this season, four touchdowns um, as well. Repeater and Smith, both of 175 yards receiving for this team. Henry Parrish has done a decent job running the ball with 359 yards, but it's an offense that I think is really going to struggle to keep up with a team like North Carolina who can just score so so many points um now the miami defense though is you know fairly strong it's definitely better than north carolina in this matchup i mean we look at the miami defense only giving up 20 and a half points per game north carolina on the other hand certainly has some problems on the defensive side of the ball giving up 33.6 points per game but really the the north carolina mo right now is just score points score points score points and we don't really care what the defense does because our offense is just going to find the end zone on seemingly every possession and 
and you know they've somewhat been able to do that this season they just keep scoring points they move the ball down the field so so well and it's a team in north carolina who has just really really impressed me overall they're just such a, a quietly good team and i think on the road even going up against a very desperate miami team i think they're able to keep this game close i'm taking north carolina plus three and a half here against miami Next up on the card, we head to the Mountain West as Air Force heads to Utah State. Air Force comes into this one as the 51st overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Rankings. Utah State is the 119th overall team. And, you know, there's no hiding the fact how much I loved this Air Force team coming into the season. They were actually the only win total that I bet on um, going into this season. And, you know, through the first five games, they've looked pretty strong. That loss to Wyoming wasn't great, and it definitely still haunts me, but had a solid win over Navy last week and really have just, you know, put together a great running back room for Utah State. Enter this game after their fourth straight loss of the season. Um, you know, they got the win in week zero over UConn and really have done nothing since then. Cooper Legas takes over at the quarterback position. Likely will get the start again um, here in this one. And, you know, he looked decent against BYU last week. Obviously, McGriffin and Cobb, um, you know, will get more involved in the running back room. Calvin Tyler at the running or in the wide receiver room. Calvin Tyler at the running back position, 396 yards on the year for him. But overall, it's an offense that I've not been super impressed with for Utah State. But, you know, they were able to keep it decently close against BYU last week. Um, for Air Force, though, probably the strongest running back room in the country. Obviously, you know, any team with the triple option, you can, you can probably say that. But, you know, they have just been so, so strong running the ball brad robbins leads the way with three with 573 yards rushing on the season seven touchdowns for him and you know while they get a lot of different guys involved they have a lot of different guys running it it's in large part successful because of the offensive line up front you know blocking for for run play after run play after run play is never easy and you know air force has had you know one of the highest offensive productions in the entire nation this season defensively for this air force team really their key to success this season has been forcing turnovers the games where they force more turnovers are the games that they have won big um, and that's true for for pretty much anyone but I think they'll be able to pressure this Utah State offense that you know just really hasn't looked necessarily the best defensively for Utah State they've kind of struggled in their own right giving up 408.2 yards per game and quite honestly it's just a Utah State team that has not looked very great this season I think this defense struggles in this game even at home and in my opinion Air Force is still the best team in the Mountain West yeah there's a couple teams you can make arguments for but I think they put up some points in this game I think they blow the doors off Utah State I'm taking Air Force minus 10 here against Utah State we close out the day in the Big 12 as Kansas State travels to Ames to take on Iowa State. Kansas State comes into this one as the 14th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Rankings. Iowa State is the 28th overall team. And, you know, for Kansas State, good wins over Texas Tech and Oklahoma here the last two weeks after that very disappointing loss to Tulane. You know, Kansas State definitely wants to be sitting at 5-0 right now. Um, but, you know, have, have looked good through Big 12 play and still, you know, anything is wide open for this team iowa state though um you know after a good win over the rival in iowa um a few weeks ago struggled against kansas last week a couple of missed kicks really hurt them there lost to baylor at home the week before but you know hunter digers really has not been a bad quarterback he's been pretty solid this year 1316 yards on the year for him 11 touchdowns to go along with that xavier hutchinson is a big reason why their passing game has succeeded 504 yards five touchdowns for him not to mention brock at the running back position has been solid 300 
261 yards for him and the offensive line has been playing very very well this season but we've seen you know in the first two big 12 games of the season for this team they struggled a little bit more and i think that offense could continue to struggle as big 12 play continues to go on for kansas state adrian martinez has found some success moving one state south not necessarily in the passing game you know only 654 yards passing three touchdowns on the year for him um, but he's also rushed for 469 yards and nine touchdowns and you know his running back and deuce vaughn um you know really rounds out the, the great rushing duo between these two guys 638 yards three touchdowns on the year for him and offensively it's a kansas state team that is just going to look to run the football they're averaging 267.2 rushing yards per game and going up against this iowa state defense i think they're going to be able to run the ball you know once again obviously iowa state is going to need to find a way to stop the run a, a big part of doing that is forcing fumbles first forcing turnovers for sure but i'm just not super sold that this iowa state team is going to be able to do that not to mention the kansas state defense has been fairly strong this season holding their opponents to 18 points two points per game i mean iowa state's held theirs to 14.4 but um i think when we compare these two teams as a whole i think kansas state is able to run the ball they're able to drain some clock and ultimately i think they're able to slow down this iowa state offense um and keep this one you know get the win on the road here in this one so i'm taking kansas state minus two here against iowa state now that'll do it for Saturday's college football card. And if you want to see more sports betting action for everything going on this weekend, head over to hottipbest.com and take a look at the computer model picks up on the website. Got college football and NFL picks for every single game going on this weekend. Of course, got the MLB playoffs horse racing up on the website too. So make sure you take a look at all of that. Also, follow the Hot Tip Bets main account at Hot Tip Bets on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook to stay up to date with all the computer model stuff being posted over there. Follow my personal account at Hot Tip Bets Chris on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram to stay up to date with all the content that I'm putting out, as well as on Best Stamp where you can get early access to all of my picks and you get a notification every single time that I place a bet. And last but definitely not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for today's card. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>